Espacio Libre. This is Max Castellanos, El Chingón de Texas, here with Benny Berry. You're listening to the WrestleVille Podcast. Grande Libros de Lucho Libre. This is Gringo Loco, and I am calling from Chicago, Illinois, telling you to listen to the WrestleVille Podcast. That's Qatar Podcast. And if you don't, I'm coming after you, and I'm coming after your mama. One love, Gringo Loco. Muy fantastico. Go to WrestleVille.com. This is Hakeem Ali from the HOP. Just tell him, Nick. Well, you're listening to the WrestleVille podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe, and follow for great interviews. And remember that now that we've been on the show, WrestleVille is our house. Our rules. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast. I'm your host, Vinny Berry, and my guests today are the House of Pain, tag team out of Bridgeport, Connecticut. Guys, how are you doing? We got Nick Payne and Akeem Ali. How's everything, Vinny? Yeah, glad you guys are here, man. Thank you very much for coming on the show. Thanks for having us. Well, this is what I found fascinating. You guys have been wrestling as a tag team for 10 years. Wow. Yes, sir. Yeah. It's been a long road. (laughs) (laughs) Marriages. Marriages don't last that long. Absolutely, especially in this in this um day and age, you know, a lot of so-called tag teams, they tag up with different partners or they do singles. My brother and I, we've been doing tag team, like you said, 10 years straight. Yeah, obviously you guys get along. Obviously, you you love pro wrestling, right? But yes, sir. what what is you know, if if you're a singles wrestler and you think, okay, I'm gonna start wrestling in a tag team and you've never done that what what do you think the the characteristic that you need to to learn or what is the thing that you need to adapt to make a successful tag team you want to take this nick um yeah yeah yeah. i'll take this one um i think in being in a tag team you, you can't be selfish you have a lot of tag teams that want to go out there and you see them perform and they're having two singles matches. You have to, it, there's a lot of give and take in a, in a tag team. I can't necessarily get all my moves off in a match. Hakim can't get all his moves off in a match, but there's a lot of give and take. And I mean, and we have we work as a unit. So I think that's the most challenging part for other guys is the give and take. You, you can't be selfish. Yeah, I can definitely see that. You know, it's got to, uh, and and you got to know how to to work together, right? Absolutely, I agree one hundred percent with my partner said. I mean, also too, it's it's times where, um, we take out stuff that we want to do just to tell the proper story, and that's something that you know a lot of singles guys don't understand. They, you know, they in this age where I have to get my shit in, um, Nick and myself. We we put together our matches according to whatever story is being told. 
And if we leave out certain stuff that we like to do, then so be it. It's, it's about telling the story in the ring. Now you guys uh, are up in uh, Connecticut, and so there's a lot of a lot of little states up there. I mean, you could probably in a weekend you could start in Connecticut and just could do the loop, right? <laughs> yes, sir. We we've I done mean, it plenty of yeah. times. It was it was times we did New York, Connecticut, Massachusetts within the same weekend, within those Friday, Saturday, Sunday, those three days. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So with so in and there is a lot of wrestling up in that way, right? Yeah, you got there's a lot yeah, of the New England territory. Yep. So what you know, uh where are some of the places where where fans can find you? What promotions are you working with? Um we have in, in, in the area of um Connecticut, Massachusetts, um, Rhode Island. Uh we have done um a company in Connecticut called Paradise Alley Professional Wrestling. We've been there for quite some time. We um won the championship three times there. We also have done um a company called New Age in Massachusetts, a company called Hawa, Massachusetts. Um in Rhode Island, we uh we competed in um uh new new world extreme new world extreme championship wrestling in uh, Rhode Island. Um I feel like I'm leaving some some out. We we've done uh Blessed Sweat and Tears in Connecticut. We did Test of Strength in Connecticut. Uh what else? Uh I feel like I'm leaving a lot out, but we did we did quite a few. Basically you're in the New England area. Do you guys ever get out of that area or is that really your your mainstay? Now we actually just we just became the uh, North American Tag Team Champions out of uh, Illinois. We've traveled to Florida. We've been to Canada. Uh, we've done Tennessee. We've done Indiana. We try to get out as much as we can. Like we we don't really have a one place that we that we actually call home right now. So we're trying to just hit the road as much as we can. So we're trying to get everywhere. You know, we're trying to travel as much as possible. Yeah, it's good. What do you think that you guys get out when you do travel? You know, I, I'm sure there's a little bit of complacency if you're wrestling, you know, with the same teams on a consistent basis. Uh, what do you guys think that you get when you when you step out of your comfort zone and go to a Chicago or go to a Indiana or something like that? A breath of fresh air. A breath of fresh air from talent and fans. We love going out of town. You know, like you said, is when when we in the same um like three states, is the constant. You know, again, when it comes to tag team wrestling, it's not a lot of real tag teams out there. So that's what makes it even more uh, hard for us. You know, it's a lot of made up teams, and the ones that are that are are together, uh, as long as we have, we probably wrestled them already. It, it's it's a it's a very short list of teams in that area that we haven't worked, but the majority of, of real tag teams in our area, we, we already um been in the ring with. So going out of town is a breath of fresh air. We, we get to interact with, uh, with new teams that have different styles. So, I mean, that's another thing too. Testing the different audiences around in different States is also something that we kind of find as a breath of fresh air because Every crowd you perform you perform in front of is very different. So for us to find that gauge, one thing that me and Hakim always enjoy is a crowd from a new place will see us and look, oh, two big guys. And then we get in the ring 
and we move. And by the end of the show, they're, oh, my God, you guys are amazing. So it's like we like doing that and going to those new places because we're getting ourselves out there. And it's also just proving that, you know, we're different from a lot of big men tag teams that you see. Very few can move like me and my brother can. Yeah, as a, as a combined weight, what do you think you guys are? Well, our gimmick is a thousand pounds of pressure per slap. <laughs> That's the gimmick. But if you wanna if you wanna say shoot, I guess you could say what? Maybe six hundred, I guess. You could say around the six hundred mark. Probably, yeah. Just yeah. about you guys, um you guys been in tag team for ten years. Obviously there was um you know, a decision to make like, hey, you know what? We're we're gonna try this, we're gonna do this. But to stick with it for 10 years, I mean, I, that's a long time. I give you guys a lot of credit. What what made you guys decide that that was the direction you wanted to go? Well, initially, we didn't want to do it. Because <laughs> my uh, myself and Nick, we were singles wrestlers. Um, I, I think what made it work, too, is because we knew each other outside the ring we was from the same neighborhood growing up in the bronx so we kind of came from the same cloth so we already had that that bond right there being from the same neighborhood and then um once we we was in a company called fsw by the um, maximo brothers joel maximo and um the sats and they kind of came to us and put us together they said oh well, we want to put you together because we was both doing singles and after I had my little run with the singles that I was doing, I had a little program. Once that was done, they put us together. So at first, we was kind of like, mm, mm. and then when we had that first match, the chemistry was just there. And we kind of looked at each other. He's like, you know what? Let's run with it. Let's see what happens. And here we are 10 years later. So I think if we wasn't initially um, friends outside of the uh, of us getting together, it might not would have worked. Maybe, maybe, but for us being in from the same neighborhood and everything, I think that's what made it work. So, if you guys are from the Bronx, have you ever had a J Lo sighting? <laughs> a Fat Joe signing? I ain't never really seen J Lo. I've seen Fat Joe plenty of times, but I've never yeah. seen J Lo. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't can't say that I have. I wish I have, but I. But I <laughs> What was Fat Joe like? <laughs> Fat Joe was cool. I met him on multiple occasions. <laughs> like I met him at least a good four or five times, and he was cool each time. Um, it was it was one the first time I met him, he was actually outside playing softball. And the the funny thing was he would go up to bat and have somebody else run for him. That was <laughs> yeah. that was the funny thing. But yeah, that was the first time I met him with him and the whole terror squad. That was before I got into wrestling. That was okay. <laughs> that was years ago. <laughs> when you do go to different cities and different crowds like that, I mean, you you talked about you know it being a breath of fresh air, but it really does. It, it's also networking, right? On that last trip, that you guys made more connections to help further your career. Absolutely, absolutely, yes, absolutely, yep, absolutely. I mean. I, us being out there got us connected with four different promotions out there. And um, 
and a lot of different workers too that um enjoyed what we did. So yeah, absolutely. Yep. It's just it's just all about uh putting the right business together and we definitely be back in that area. No question. There's a lot of perseverance that comes along with this, right? A lot of, you know, moving forward and, you know, kind of falling down, picking yourself back up, dusting yourself off, going back, <laughs> doing it again, you know, because I'm sure it's been a roller coaster ride, right? Over 10 years? No, nah, there's been a ton of up, up and down and, and you know, even go, going to new places, you always have to prove yourself. It's a constant, let's show them what we got, let's show them what we do, let's show them how we do it. And there's always a little, you know, apprehensiveness from people when they see us. They, you know, some believe the gimmick and don't want to work with us, and they're like, these guys are going to be rough. And, and then we get in there, we do business, and, you know, we win them over. But, yeah, it's, it's definitely challenging. It's definitely a lot of things that you have to go, and sometimes you don't have a good match. So now it's a fight to go back. Because you want to redeem yourself and you want to prove yourself that you belong there. So, I mean, that, that's that been one of the things that we do is, you know, we try. Fortunately, we've, we've had more good than bad. So we get acts to come back a lot. So that's 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 always a blessing, I feel. You know, when you when you think that you may have a, a bad match, is it part of the expectation that you have for yourself? Is it could be like, you know, well. We missed the mark, right? That's that that might be what you guys say amongst yourself. Hey, brother, I'm, I'm, we missed the mark. Me sitting on the outside, man, that was that was off the charts. <laughs> we are definitely our own worst critics, and like we'll we'll say it was bad, but the people don't know. And and you know, we are our own worst critics for sure. That we're like, damn, we, you know, we messed that up. But the crowd isn't none the wiser. The crowd to them, it looks like we went out there and tore it up, but. You know, you want to be great at what you do, and and when you know that you messed up, you want to prove it, right? You want to you want to try to be yeah. as perfect as you can be. You know, in anything you do, you want to you want it to be pitch perfect, <laughs> right? Yeah, and but sometimes as as humans, we can put expectations on ourselves that it's not necessary. Yeah, absolutely, right. so absolutely. Where do you guys see yourself in the next two to five years? What, what What's on the horizon for you guys? Hopefully, a bigger promotion that has some type of national following, like a NWA, a MLW, Impact Wrestling, maybe even AEW, Ring of Honor. You know, stuff like that. Like, that's what our goal is, to be on a national platform. I think we've been overlooked for quite some time now. I believe we are ready. Um, it's just it's just us getting that right opportunity. But definitely, that's our goal is to be on a big platform like that. Yep, couldn't have said it better myself. That that's definitely the goal, just to take it to that next level, take it to that next step. Um, and just again, show you know, show the world, and also be able to uh, get to a point to provide for our families, doing what we love to do. And they say, if you love what you do, you never go to work. That's that's what we want to do. This we want because we love it. You guys were were telling me about the different places that you go in your in your uh, 
up in your region of the the country. And then also, too, you know, you had the opportunity to go to Chicago. I know that was a pay-per-view. Are you having more opportunities to do more pay-per-views? Because that's kind of, you know, that's kind of where wrestling's going these days. You know, it's like there's a lot of pay-per-view wrestling out there, which is which is great, right? Because I can consume more wrestling than ever before. And 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 like this pay-per-view stuff, stuff on title match, it's it's not like it's it's not mainstream to the degree of it's not AEW. It's not on on TV. It's WWE. It's you know the stuff I'm watching is 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 not mainstream. It's not on TV. It's kind of the underground, but it's the stuff that seems to be taking over. Don't you agree? Yeah, especially IWTV. Um, but this is not our first dance on um Fight TV. We've been on Fight TV. If I'm correct, this is probably maybe our sixth time, maybe. Sixth or fifth time, so it's not our it's not our first time being on Fight TV, like we've been on it before. But um, I get what you're saying. Like um, they have the um the IWTV, which is which is going crazy. I would I would love an opportunity to be on um Memphis TV, you know the Memphis Championship Wrestling. I would like to you know get on that or even uh a reality of wrestling with Booker T, because he got TV out there in Texas. Like we willing to go anywhere, anywhere that that has that big following, we want to be there. It doesn't matter. We want to be there. Like like you said, it's not main. It's not mainstream, but it's the mainstream audience of our community. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's like you said, that's what everybody is consuming, and the way to get to that national level is is to have to go and do that because that's where you're gonna get known by the people that go and pay their money to go watch wrestling and go pay their money, you know, on their subscription to watch what you do. And that's what opens the doors to get to those bigger promotions because, you know, you're seen, they know who you are and they see that there's a, a calling for you. So it's, de- that's definitely important. So we would love to be on that more. Like he, like my brother said, IWTV. I know they have the, uh, the premier, the premier network. Um, there's a few different ones. Title match, like you mentioned, uh, high spots has their subscription thing. So we're trying to get on all of them. We want to be everywhere. You're kind of looking for your next, right? You're kind of looking for your place. Yep. <laughs> right. Yep. Yep. That's why we we open to go anywhere and everywhere. We're not, you know, we're not just trying to just stay, you know. I mean, yeah, we, you know, we based out of New England territory. That's where we got our start. But um, you know, we willing to go anywhere. Like I said, like like Nick said, we in Chicago, we've been to West Virginia, we've been to Indiana, we've been to um Tennessee, Florida. Um, yeah. I mean, we trying to hit we trying to hit everywhere. The West Coast, it it doesn't matter. Whoever yeah. is gonna put eyes on us, that's where we wanna be at. You guys definitely have to get down here to Texas and also too, there's a ton of wrestling on the Gulf Coast, you know, ton of wrestling, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, Texas, you know, I mean, tons of, tons of places. You guys definitely need to get down here to Texas. I'm ready. Texas. You ready, Nick? Oh yeah. (laughs) What's, what's some of, what's some of the promotions out there that you, that you, that you go to? Well, there is a let's see. I go. I do drive to um, San Antonio. I I like to catch Mission Pro from time okay. 
time and time again. Uh, she has she has a few guys on there, but those are guys like she's trained that come through her school. But it's right. like 95% right. women, and then you'll have like an intergender match. or uh, It's usually an intergender match because you'll have a couple guys on there. Um, there is a promotion called uh, New Breed Wrestling that that works right here in my – I live in the Rio Grande Valley, South Texas. So I'm depending on where I'm at, I'm like five to ten miles away from the Mexico border. So I am at the bottom of the state. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm South South Texas. And so they have new breed uh championship wrestling, which runs pretty regular. The pretty good turnouts. They they put on shows at a uh, they like to put on shows at the uh food truck park. Right. But it's a big it's a big okay. part and they have like, I don't know, maybe eight different food trucks. You can get pizza and barbecue or nachos or whatever ring right there in the middle of the yard. And, you know, people are coming out to that now. You know, um, I've done pretty good selling books at that guy's show. You know, there's another one called Texas Wrestling League um, and they bring in uh, a superstar from here and now, you know, like they brought in Emmy Camacho, I don't know if you know, and Amaris Blair, but they're Gulf Coast, they're Texas up and coming mm -hmm. women wrestlers. Which you know, when they they're on a card down here, that's like you know they're local, they're local wrestling stars. Yeah. Right? Uh, but right. they brought in Ricardo Rodriguez, uh, Brian Keith mm -hmm. will come in. You know, do you you guys know Brian Keith, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That guy is he's one of Booker T's. He's been on the he's been on the scene for about 10 years. There's you know, it's like, come on, dude. <laughs> what else can that guy do? Well, I mean, now 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 is a good time because like you said, all these places are coming out back before even ten years ago. There weren't as many as there are now. So now right. the opportunity is, is wider for guys like us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's what I'm saying about, like, I, I think you guys would be a good fit and, and you know, doing a little stint down there in the Gulf Coast. You know, I think that would be right up your alley, man. Well, sure. I mean, we, we have that you old... Just gave us, you, just gave us the, you just gave us the info. All I need to know who's the names of these bookers, and I'll be on it right <laughs> after this podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> So hey, where can we find you? Where can we find you guys on social media? Go ahead, Nick. That's you. <laughs> we are uh, <laughs> at the House of Pain underscore official. That is on X, which is you know Twitter, uh, on Instagram as well. My personal Instagram is uh, Nick Payne underscore H O P. Um, and you can also catch us on Facebook, the House of Pain. Go like, and subscribe, and watch. All our stuff. Hakeem, you can give your personals. Um, it's easy. You can find me on Facebook, Hakeem Ali. Um, you can find me on Instagram as uh, Ada Killer. Um, <laughs> Ada Killer, uh, H O P. You'll find me on that. Uh, Twitter, same thing, Hakeem Ali. You can find it. My face is right there. Pretty simple. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, it's been a, a pleasure talking to you. I've enjoyed getting to know you. You guys are a lot of fun, and I'm just glad that we were able to do this. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Me too. Anytime we got we got to come back on and do it again. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. The door is always open. All right. Appreciate it. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast, where wrestling lives. Wrestling fans, promoters, wrestlers, and anyone who enjoys pro wrestling now have something new to be excited about. The Wrestling Fans International Association, the WFIA, is back. WFIA is an association that exists to promote, grow, and support professional wrestling throughout the world. Membership is free. Your membership includes a free, digital, bi-monthly publication of the Wrestling Fan News newsletter, association updates, voting privileges, and much more. Please go to thewfia.org, that's T-H-E-W-F-I-A.org, and become a member today.